Welcome to the Clean Simple Free Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Fox. Today I'm going to talk about buying and selling fashion sustainably, how to help you declutter your closet while keeping your clothes out of a landfill. I love this topic and I'm excited to share some tips with you, so stick around. I think we've all faced the challenge of feeling like we have nothing to wear when our closets are in fact filled with clothes. When this happens, it may be for a number of reasons. We could have too many options and it overwhelms us, or we may simply be tired of the things in our wardrobe. There are also circumstances in which we no longer have clothes that fit our bodies, like if we gain or lose a significant amount of weight, or we might just be tired of the prints and patterns we have and want to change up our style. Whatever the reason, if you're in need of a total closet makeover this summer, there are sustainable and affordable ways to redo your closet. Recently, I've run into a situation where nothing in my closet fit me. I had gained weight over the last few years due to medical issues, and in the last six months, I've returned to a healthier body weight for my frame, so 100% of my clothing was simply too big for me. I was happy to be feeling like my old self again, but it was pretty daunting to redo my entire wardrobe. So I looked to consignment shops and online marketplaces to sell my larger sized clothing and use the profits to purchase clothing in my size. When you have items that are in good pre-owned condition, selling them secondhand is a very effective way to give yourself a shopping budget while being kind to the environment. There's been a rise in the popularity of thrifting over the last several years, which is great for buyers, sellers, and the planet Earth. Youth Time Magazine has this to say from a 2020 article about the thrifting trend. Quote, You've probably heard people say that thrifting is not only good for your wallet, but it's also good for the planet. Thrifting means recycling, and you are being way nicer to the environment if you reduce the level of waste and pollution that already exists by simply not throwing away clothes, but giving them a second chance. It's easy if you think about the size of the carbon footprint it takes to produce your clothes, the natural resources used to create the fabric, make the clothing, and actually ship it to its final destination. By thrift shopping, you are also doing a favor to so many people who work in dangerous and exhausting conditions to produce the clothes you wear, and they are mostly women, children, displaced persons, or impoverished people who are easier to exploit because they can work in any sort of conditions as long as they have a little money as a reward and food to feed their loved ones, end quote. So that right there should incentivize you to give a shot to buying or selling secondhand clothing. I started selling on eBay as a teenager in the early 2000s. I was helping my parents clean unwanted clutter from their garage and was able to save up and buy my very first laptop with the profits. (laughs) So later in life, I started expanding to other websites, using different apps and in-person stores. So I have quite a few years of experience with resale outlets. I'd like to share my experience with you and give you some resources to check out. Now, this is going to be a two-part episode, and I'm starting with the online or app-based platforms. Let's start with eBay. This is a global online marketplace primarily focused on auction-style listings. This means someone can place a bid on an item, and if the auction ends within the given time frame and you have the highest bid or the only bid, that item is yours. You can sell almost anything on eBay within their guidelines, from clothing to books to housewares. 
This makes it a really good option for unloading a wide variety of clutter, not just clothes. eBay will let you list up to 200 free items per month, and after that, they do charge an insertion fee to list the items. I don't usually surpass 200 items in a month, so currently I'm not aware of what those fees are, but I do remember that they're inexpensive and that they vary based on the type of item that you're selling. eBay also charges a final value fee for every item sold, which is typically between 2% and 12% of the final selling price. I've found a lot of success on eBay over the years. However, since it is such a vast market, Sometimes you have to start your bidding at a lower dollar amount than you'd like in order to compete with all the other sellers. For instance, if I want to sell an item for $20 and other sellers are listing a very similar item for $10 and $15, I may want to start the bidding at like $8 and hope that my item generates enough interest for multiple buyers to compete to win the auction and drive the price up that way. Sometimes bidding wars like that can drive up the price, and sometimes someone will just get a great deal on your item. Either way, in my opinion, it's worth it to try to sell on eBay, because it's much better to turn the items you no longer want into usable dollars than to have them taking up space in your home. The next one I want to talk about is Depop. This is a peer-to-peer -peer social shopping app that's gained new popularity in recent years. I started using Depop in 2014, and my recollection is that it was a pretty small selling community. It wasn't until I saw a commercial for it late last year that I was reminded of this app, and so I downloaded it again, and I was really surprised to see how much it had grown. So now I sell my items almost exclusively on eBay or Depop. The cool thing about this marketplace is that while they do have a desktop website, it's designed to be used on your phone. This makes selling quicker and much more convenient because everything can be accessed from your phone. For me, that's a major plus because that means I don't have to log into my computer to access my shop or answer questions from potential buyers. Depop is set up very similarly to Instagram, so I'd recommend having good photos in your shop. That's going to be a huge benefit to you as a seller. In my experience, the items that sell the best are clothes, jewelry, handbags, accessories, though a lot of people do sell toys and housewares as well. Depop is available worldwide, free to use, and charges a 10% fee when your items are sold. The checkout is hosted by PayPal, and PayPal also charges a small fee, so just be sure to price your items accordingly to make up for these fees. Sponsors help keep this podcast running, so let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to the episode. Let's talk about Poshmark. This is an app available to users in the US, Canada, and Australia. I used to use this app a lot, and I did have a lot of success selling accessory and clothing items right from my phone. Poshmark will provide you with a prepaid shipping label when an item sells, which takes some of the hassle out of shipping because you can just tape it on and drop it off. In my experience, name brand items and true vintage seem to be the strong sellers on this app. Vinted is another selling platform described by Forbes in a 2018 article as the largest pre-loved fashion marketplace in the world. This is another one that I used years ago. I had varying degrees of success on Vinted with both designer and boutique brand items. Their fees don't exceed $5 for up to a $25 item, and they typically take a 19% fee for each item sold. 
Vinted operates in 14 markets in Canada, the U.S., and Europe, making it a good choice for my international and U.S. listeners. The next one on my list is ThreadUp. ThreadUp is available in the U.S. and Canada, and it's a great way to unload a lot of items at once. This is a consignment-based website, and I don't have personal experience with it, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. ThreadUp will send you a clean-out bag with a prepaid shipping label attached. You take your unwanted items, fill the bag, and ship it to ThreadUp. For the things they can't sell, they can either ship them back to you for a fee if you want to try to resell on other platforms, or they recycle and donate the items at no cost so that you can just be done with it. ThreadUp's website has a complete listing of what they will and won't accept, so it's a good idea to consult that list first. From my understanding, they pay up front for your items or list them as commission pieces, and I'm not sure what the criteria is because I haven't used it, but sellers can get anywhere between 5 and 80% of the profits when it does sell. Their website is pretty comprehensive, and it's been around long enough to lead me to believe that it's a successful way to sell your clothes online. Lastly, let's talk about The Real Real. This is a consignment site that offers authentic luxury brands, and they have a whole team of authenticators to make sure that people are not buying knockoff items. So if you have a Gucci handbag or a pair of Jimmy Choo's sitting in your closet that you no longer want, the real real is the ideal place to sell it. You can drop your items off at one of their in-person locations or mail it with a prepaid shipping label and they'll sell your items for you. They operate in over 60 countries, which makes it a good choice for all my listeners, and their commissions and fees range from 30 to 50%, so it is a higher fee than most. But turning your old items into cash and free space makes it worth it in the end, in my opinion. The bottom line is there are many outlets for you to turn your unwanted clothes into cash and give them a new life instead of just going through your closet and saying, oh man, I really don't like anything in here. You have options. Go ahead and get in your closet, give new life to those old pieces and try to sell. That concludes part one of the closet resale series. Part two is going to talk about consignment shops and in-person resale stores where you can make even more cash from your clothes. Thank you so much for your support by listening to this podcast. If you'd like to support it even more, click on the link in the episode description and donate a dollar if you can. You can also support even further by writing a review or reaching out to leave a kind word. My email address is clean.simple.free at gmail.com or I can be reached on Instagram at username clean.simple.free. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next one. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.